0: So here are the things I've learned in the last couple months, those months being mostly April and May of 2018, headed into an extremely busy June. I have two conferences coming up and a family camping trip. And how all that fits into June, I'm not sure. One of the best discoveries or learnings came out of going deeper with a guy named Kyle Cease. i never heard of him before, but I did hear about him at the mastermind events I went to earlier in the year. Apparently, he's a stand up comic that had a pretty big presence on one of the cable comedy channels. Anyway, he has transitioned from doing comedy to doing personal transformation work. And I've been watching a bunch of his stuff. It is fantastic. He does this two day event where there's no agenda. Where he just riffs and creates based on whatever the audience brings. So he has no notes. He has really no planned agenda. And he just talks and works with people, and amazing stuff happens. And that's kind of inspiring some of my own work. It's often the path that coaching takes, strangely enough. Uh, Some of the best coaches, and I think in my own experience, some of my best coaching is when I am completely in the moment and I have no idea where things are going, what's going to happen, and just being really, really present to what's there. Cease talks a lot about living from your heart and getting out of your head, and as a person that has lived a good deal of my life in my head, I could not agree with him more. There is so much more that happens Uh, when I live and think from my heart. And you know what? There's a a longer discussion of that in um, the episode with Tina Robinson around figuring out what we want. So I won't go into that here. So anyway, I highly recommend Kyle Sees' stuff. His book is hilarious. I haven't completely finished. It's called I Hope I Screw This Up. I haven't completely finished it and I've been skipping around and I think I'm in the middle of about seven or eight different books right now. It's time to declare some book bankruptcy. But until I do, I need to keep reading some of these books. So anyway, he has a couple of programs that are available online at his website, kylseese.com. If you go to kylseese.com slash game, you give your email address and there's no spam involved. The email's Periodically, but it's not over the top. Anyway, if you give me your email address, you can watch a two hour version of this two day event for free. And then, if you're really taken by that, he gives you the whole 13 hours of the event, which includes the event, materials from the event, and then other stuff for 20 bucks, which I also bought. Now, I usually don't buy these things online, but anyway, I'm totally taken by this guy, and I think he's onto some really, really good stuff. So he informed. Two Zoom calls that I did earlier, or not earlier this month, but last month. Um, So I had two different topics that I threw out there to the world. I put a date on the calendar. Scared me to death at moments. Not that many people came, but the people that did come, I think my sense was, and they said as well, that they got a lot out of it, so that was cool. What was almost more valuable to me was... In addition to doing the Zoom call itself, was just the process of preparing for the call, whether it be putting a date on the calendar with no idea what I was going to talk about, um, refining the material, you know, coming up with a loose outline of things I thought I wanted to talk about, and then just going for it. You know, I talked about in some earlier episodes the roller coaster of highs and lows, and that was totally the case with these Zoom calls. I was surprised by how open people were. People shared some really personal stuff and everyone was able to benefit from each other. It was really, really lovely. I learned some things about promoting it. I found that sending to my mailing list generated no signups. Posting on social media did get some signups and personally inviting people cause the most signups. It's kind of hard to personally invite someone that you don't know, but <laughs> in time, and I plan to keep doing these things on a regular basis, hopefully well, hopefully word will spread that they're valuable and that they're interesting and that you take something valuable away from them and that more people will come. So you might be saying to yourself, well, John, how would I do this Zoom call thing that you speak of? It's, It's not a webinar. It's not a conference call it's a zoom call which is it's like uh blue jeans or webex or one of those video platforms everyone can see each other if they choose to have their cameras on and you basically sign up for a zoom account pick a date pick a topic that you have something to say about even if you're not sure what it is you're going to say, and then commit to it. This was the critical aspect of all of it. At a certain point, I asked myself, oh my goodness, why did I do this? What's going on here? And then I just said, you know what? I am totally committed to this event and I'm going to define what success is. And success is that I do my best to hold and have this event. It doesn't matter if anyone comes or not. Success is I did everything I do to." I did everything that I could to have the event and that I had the event. And that really changed the orientation of some of the promotional opportunities that I had, uh, where I kind of just went for broke. I thought, well, what are people going to think if I post this thing too many times or will they like it or will they not? And because I was just committed to doing everything I could to make the event happen, I pushed myself a little further than I would have, would have normally. Along those lines, some like I would say one of the biggest epiphanies I had of the last month and a half or so was the really the familiar, familiarity of the gremlins and the cycles of them showing up. Of, of, it's like almost like building a muscle, and you know I don't know if like, if you've done any. Uh, strength conditioning or anything, you know, you start to feel stronger, you start to see the muscles, and you just start to just carry yourself and feel differently. That's what's happening. I'm starting to see was some of this gremlin, imposter syndrome garbage, imposter syndrome if you're not familiar with the term is, it's the idea that a lot of times when we venture into a new area that we don't feel overly confident in, or we're not sure how well we, we feel like we have enough competence that we can talk about it. Well, the minute that we stick it out there, the the fear is that oh no, people are going to realize that I'm just a big poser. I'm faking it. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm an imposter. So I call that imposter syndrome. So I see it like clockwork. And what's really been exciting is to not listen to it as much as I used to in the past. So uh, I get this. I get to this in a little bit, but. I'm teaching a class in podcasting in Portland, Oregon. So if you're a local in the month of July, go to Portland Underground Graduate School, look at the July courses, and there's a course listed there on how to get started with podcasting. So I'm teaching a course. Well, I put the course out there, and the next day, I thought to myself, oh, no, I'm an imposter. I don't really know. You know, what are people going to think? They're going to think I'm doing it the wrong way. Oh, no, oh, no. And then in a moment of just growth, and I'd like to say a little brilliance, I said to myself, this is totally expected. You put something out into the world, it's a little scary, and of course, now you're having those thoughts of, oh, maybe I don't know what I'm doing, maybe people think I'm... It's just like, this is this is to be expected, and you know what? You've learned from past experience that tomorrow or the next day or even four hours from now, you're going to feel different. And you know what? I did. I woke up the next morning and I was like, well, yeah, I got enough good material here. I am not positioning this course as this master level podcasting audio production thing. I'm positioning it as, you know, beginning to end, understand how it works, understand the basics, and I'm totally going to deliver and over deliver on those things. So there's not going to be a problem. But in this same thing happened with the zoom call and the same thing has happened with several other situations where the the fear sets in or the the gremlins or the oh no and then it's just like eh, yeah it's uncomfortable. And so this also loops back to Kyle Cates because he talks about being with our emotions, being with those uncomfortable things. And I love this analogy he used in something I listened to recently where he talked about it's when we don't when we aren't fully with our emotions or we don't allow ourselves to be with them, it's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater. You just can't do it. I mean, you can do it. It takes a lot of effort. It's ultimately unsuccessful. And when that beach ball pops out, depending on how it pops out, it can really go the distance because of all the built-up pressure and everything that was going on there. So I guess the other takeaway here too is just becoming more and more comfortable with being uncomfortable and realizing that this is a muscle that I can grow and that I can be with. And that in being with it, it doesn't take over as much of my mental space as it used to and that is really cool. Another area of growth that I saw that just blew me away. I had the opportunity to volunteer as an assistant to one of the coaching classes that I was a student in a couple of years ago. And of course it was up in Seattle. And I've described some of these classes before. They they can be pretty intense. And as a student in these classes, I was typically the person that was just dreading being called on, didn't necessarily want to participate in the front-of-the-room demos, and just kind of tried to fly under the radar. Well, watching these demos and watching these class activities... I was blown away by how far i come because there were so many times where I just had to put, almost tape my mouth shut because I wanted to get, as an assistant at these classes, you have no speaking role. Occasionally, you'll participate in an exercise, but you're not teaching, you're not really speaking, you are just, as I like to say, holding the space for learning, people's growth, and everything else that's going on. And so you're basically there to make sure that everything runs as absolutely smoothly as possible, and then participate when needed. But I was just blown away by seeing these same exercises and demos that I had been in as a student with no idea how to handle, and now realizing that after all these years of practice and the skills that I've sharpened, I would have jumped in there in a heartbeat and just played with it. Without the fear I think that I would have had in the past of failing. So that whole living in the moment thing. I mentioned a little earlier podcasting. So, and I mentioned podcasting was one of the outcomes of the mastermind that I went to at the beginning of April in terms of how could this play a larger role? Where I'm going with this is I'm using it as a diversification approach and also as another way into coaching. So, thanks to my friend Stephen Worley, I was talking to him about this idea of it's so funny because he said this to me a couple years ago, you know, you should be a pod, you should be a coach to podcasters. And I just couldn't quite get my head around it. Well, I talked to him about it recently and, and his suggestion was interview four or five people and find out what's getting in their way, like what's holding them back. And then I added on to that. So what I did was I posted into some of the Facebook, the private Facebook groups that I'm in for coaching, a couple of them, one that's really active related to the school that I went to, Coaches Training Institute or CTI. And I posted in there and I said, hey, is there anyone here that wants to have a podcast and isn't sure what to do or, you know, is there something standing in your way? If you'll share that with me, I'll give you as much practical help and advice as I can. So I basically, I scheduled Zoom calls. with I I had seven or eight people say, yeah, I'd totally be interested. I did, I think, four Zoom calls. And I learned something from every single call. I believe I helped each of the people I talked to, which is really cool. So I met four or five new people that I wouldn't have otherwise met. I got a sense for their pain points, I realized that I had some simple ways that I could help them solve their problems. And through one of the calls, it just kind of illuminated for me that in many of the ways that my clients struggle with different things related to the things that they want to accomplish, there's probably a whole, there's probably a whole, I don't know if it's a niche or something around helping people get their podcasts launched because the same things that come up around with doing our big thing in the world can come up around podcasting. You know, I don't have anything to say. I don't sound good enough. Uh, The excuses and the procrastination and all that stuff shows up in podcasting too. So why not marry something that I really enjoy with something else, well, I enjoy and I'm good at with something else that I enjoy and I'm good at. This thing has just kind of started to take on a life of its own. I was also asked to do a presentation uh, around podcasting and its benefits and how it works to a private mastermind. And as I pulled together all the information for that, that again showed me like, wow, there's so much that I know here. And then that sparked my thought of, okay, if I want to keep pushing this thing forward, where could I push it forward and how could I get out into the world more? and because of this coaching thing that I'd assisted in, in Seattle, I met someone that had taught through this Portland Underground Graduate School and raved about it. So I contacted them and said, hey, can you, do you think they'd want a class on podcasting? One thing led to another. We're doing a class on podcasting in July 2018. So just following this path, it's quite Amazing. So I'll put out that same offer here. And I have put this offer out on some previous podcasts. And I've had one or two people take me up on it. And I would love for more people to take me up on it. Which is if there's something you want to talk about, it can be anything, reach out. Let's have a conversation. I'll get on Zoom with you for 30 minutes, much like I did with these four or five uh Zoom calls I did with people around podcasting. I'm not selling anything, I'm not pushing anything. We're just having a conversation. Now, if in the conversation you think, oh my gosh, I'd like to talk to you more often or work with you or whatever, yeah, we can have that conversation. But I just want to be really clear that this is not some sneaky thing to get you on the phone and and lock you into a Zoom call and not leave until you buy something from me. That's not what's going on here. So if you have questions about podcasting, how to start one, something holding you back, uh, anything else that's resonated or that you disagree with from a previous episode, uh, send an email to podcast at johnpolster.com and I'll send you a link. We'll find a time and we'll get on Zoom and meet each other. So my challenge to you today, going back to this situation to described of feeling like an imposter and, and feeling overwhelmed and oh no, I'm in over my head. My challenge to you would be to be with those things, to be with those feelings and to... Watch them and not take them so seriously and not act so quickly to try to make them go away, whether that be to numb yourself, procrastinate, check out, whatever you do to avoid uncomfortable feelings or thoughts, be with them a little bit and realize that for most of them, four or five hours of the next day, something's going to be different. Thanks for listening to The John Polster Show. Notes, links, and all that other good stuff for this episode are at johnpolster.com podcast. Send your questions, ideas, or a simple hello to podcast at johnpolster.com. Want to stay up to date on new episodes and receive notifications of upcoming events? Register your email address at johnpolster.com updates.